You're listening to One Funny Morning. Watch us live Monday through Friday at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Facebook. Good morning, uppy, uppy, uppy. Uh, kind of made it semi on time. Not really. Who are we kidding? And my hair's big and whatever. But it's Monday. Good morning. Good morning. It's a beautiful day today. Or it looks looks to be a beautiful day today. Um, so uh, last night was Chicken Cacciatore night for supporters. Um, there was a nice group there last night. There will definitely be a clip uh, this afternoon or tomorrow from said show that I think you'll find very entertaining. I'll leave it at that. Those of you that were present, remember it. This is from last night. I believe Diana had too much bourbon, even though she had actually no bourbon. If that gives you any indication of how last night. All right, you three need to go. Go lay down. Everybody get. Everybody get. Everybody get. I'm just going to walk around the house and just say everybody get all day long. And there's no people here, just dogs. That's it. Good morning, Mary Coat. All right. Let's do Lulu's medicine. Lulu, this is you. One for you. Another one for you. Oh, do not eat that. All right. Good morning. Caitlin, good morning. Um, it is uh, Ugly Monday, March 6th. For those of you that might have lost track of time. Did Jody already make memes for it? I didn't look this morning. Good morning, Candace. Good morning, Connie. Uh, so it is the first full week of March. I don't know who is prepared. As I said, I started the new year over again come March 1st. So, so far, so good. I am enjoying my new year, six days and no sicknesses. And that is an amazing thing. So I am not complaining at all. It's all wonderful. Good morning, Lynn Allen, Crystal Vest. Um, Joey Joe, good morning. Um, I feel, I feel good vibes from this week. I don't know about anybody else, but since I have decided, I've decided to no longer be sick because that's who I am now. Um, I will decide when and where I'm sick and I will no longer be sick. And I'm going to be like those businesses that have those signs at work that say like, we haven't had an injury in so many days. It's going to be like that, except I'm the only one here. I'm the only one counting and I'm the only one that gets sick. It's a very interesting, it's a very interesting study I'm running. Just one. Mm -hmm. Where it's five degrees in North Dakota. Is that what you said? So uh, in two weeks, I'm so excited very rarely get this excited about food but carrot cake is one of my favorite things in the whole world and we're making it on voila on two sundays from now so i can't wait what are you doing lulu's been doing this thing where by the back door there is ruby's collar because ruby never has her collar on because brooke takes it off and then like a leash Mm-hmm. Lulu's doing this thing now where she takes them out of the basket, puts them in her mouth, and walks around with them, which I imagine is her idea of telling you she'd like to go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be great? I'd be like, I would like for you to do something that brings me joy and just randomly just go get objects from your house that would mean something. You know, like, like if in the morning, like, you know, you have like a long day planned and you don't want to make dinner. Right. So like, instead of like, when you get up, like when you're like leaving for work that day, you just grab a pot and you just walk around with it. 
And like everybody in your house would know, I don't, I don't want to make dinner. But it would, you wouldn't have to say it. You would just walk around with the pot while you make breakfast and your coffee. And then you would just hand it to people and you'd be like. And then you'd go to work. But the other people around you would know, she handed me a pot. She don't want to make dinner. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if we could just create like these like little dog things? Not to say anything. That way nobody could say you were like nagging. My mom used to make with baby food. That's what we're doing. So carrot cake is one of my favorites. My girlfriend used to make something she called a harvest cake, which was similar. It had maybe it had zucchini in it though instead of carrots. It had nuts and stuff. So good. And it's our it's eight eight thirty in the morning and it's eighty degrees in Florida. Ugh. I just need like one weekend like that just to just go chill out in Florida. Um, you would come home to an empty pot. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would work. It's not the same. <coughs> I hand somebody a menu, menu folder when I used to have the folder. That's a good idea. You just have like a like you have a folder that's just filled with like the pizza joint and stuff like that, and you just hand that to somebody or just lay it on the table. I've never had carrot cake before. Lynn. Carrot cake is unlike any other cake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so yummy. And it's got like, what is it? The, 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 um, the frosting is a cream cheese frost. I'm going to be so happy in two weeks. <laughs> Look, I'm starving right now. That was my stomach. I'm starving. Um, today is my baby's 14th birthday. Happy birthday, Samir. Oh, Samir, happy birthday. What a good, fun birthday, 14. I make zucchini spice cake for my son's birthday every year. Oh, it's going to be 80 degrees in San Antonio. The pot would sit in my house. So uh, it was a nice, relaxing weekend. I'm in West Palm Beach. Mm. So yummy. I like carrot. I like carrot cake without nuts. What about beets? Anybody like carrot cake with beets? Chicantra. Mm-hmm. So carrot cake is so yummy. But any kind of cake, gluten-free, is difficult. But my one girlfriend was like, I have a great carrot cake recipe, but you make it with baby food. So my mom said she still used carrots in it, but you have this baby food that you use as one of the ingredients and it just makes the carrot cake so moist. And this is the correct use of the word moist. In all other cases, no one ever wants you to say the word more. It's basically a dirty word. Mm-hmm. I'll make it as cupcakes. Oh. oh, what? Come on down, said Anna. Come on down, we can give Publix carrot cake. Anna, you're teasing me. And are you in West Palm Beach? Is that what you said? Right? Because is that the theater I played at? That's where we hung out, right? It was me, you, and the other lady who was so fun. We had a meet and greet, and it was just four of us and we just sat around we had the best it was the, literally the best meet and greet like anytime we have shows we don't get sometimes we get a lot of meet and greets and we have to like be like formal but sometimes it's just a handful of people and we're like great let's just go to lunch <laughs> i did a meet and greet with shakendra fun mm-hmm just her mm -hmm. so good so last night we made chicken cacciatore now, I've heard of chicken cacciatore, um, but I don't know that I've ever made it. So good. So good. Diana, the show started while I started at 7. Diana rolled in, what, 7.19? Mm-hmm. So we started the show without her, while I cooking with dye, sans dye. Then she showed up seemingly drunk. That's the only way I can explain 
what happened during Lala. I don't know. She's, I think she was sober drinking. I don't know if that's a thing, but yeah. And then she started talking about Dick Tracy, and then I'll just let you decide where that went from there. Um, she just says a lot of dirty stuff. I had to explain what that's what she said means. She didn't know. So why do people, people keep saying that? It's a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm right between Daytona and Orlando. Hmm. Who has a house on the beach? That's where I'll be going. If you got a house on the beach or I can see the water, let me know. I'm coming. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I need. I just need like a weekend just sitting on a beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. Full of energy, Tanya. Full of energy, if that's what you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've made banana bread with baby food. That's fun. Anything. I don't know why baby food in any recipe. Oh, yeah. Dai is going to want to put beans in the carrot cake. So last night she comes over. Now she's on this new diet. Okay. All the cousins are on a new diet. E2 something. I don't know. I don't know what. It, yep. There it is, Lisa. I don't know what the diet is. Fine. And it's not a diet. She's never been like. Like, I don't, I don't believe in diets, right? I feel like everybody's metabolisms are different. What you can eat doesn't agree with me. The times that I can eat might not agree with you, vice versa. But it's kind of like a combination between, like, lean into some proteins rather than carbs, and you really watch the time that you're eating. I don't really know because I'm not doing the diet. I mean, I probably am, and I just don't know it, but whatever. Fine. Just eating healthier, being aware... The one thing I will say is when I had to go gluten-free, <clears throat> you just started to become keenly aware of what you're eating in a way that I had to, I would eat everything. Don't get me started on a filet of fish, on, we talked about McDonald's, I anything, anything. So when you start to like watch what you eat, then you got to watch whatever, fine. So, um... What was I saying? Oh, so she comes over last night. She says, you know, we're making this chicken cacciatore. I don't think I'm eating the meats anymore. I said, what are, it's chicken cacciatore. Oh, E2M, there it is, E2M, something. I don't know what it means, but that's what it's called. I'm done eating the meats. I said, well, we're making chicken cacciatore. She, I, I said, were you gonna try to turn it into bean cacciatore? She goes, I was, but I'd already bought the chicken. This is just, and then I might've said, some rude stuff whatever but that's what it was so yes carrot cake will soon turn into bean cake with beets mm -hmm. e2m has the best gluten-free recipe there you go so but i highly recommend the chicken cacciatore it was so yummy when it was done i didn't think it would be good because you fry the chicken first can i sear it and then you make this like wine reduction with lots of veggies and then um, eager to motivate. There you go. Look at Shakendra. And then you put the chicken back in, which would be like a very like wet sauce. Either way. So good. E2M, Carol, all my cousins and my aunts got into it. I think my sister does it. Now Di's doing it. Again, I can't speak to it too much, and you can correct me if you'd like, Shakendra. But a lot of it has to do with the times that you're eating and like reducing sugar, which is like not, in my opinion, doesn't even sound so much like a diet. It's just like being aware of what you're eating and mm -hmm. yeah, bean and carrot cake. So, yeah, so she's doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep, Kylie's so funny. And it does. Di says there's a Facebook page just for the people that are in it, online fitness pro. Yeah, no, it's the whole thing. Yeah, and again, you know, you got to do you. I am a fan of, like, eating so you feel healthy. 
which I never did. Mm -hmm. I already do ET, ETM, eat too much. I hear you. Um, yeah, a lot of people, Di had done her Weight Watchers years. A lot of people swear by the points. And again, I think Weight Watchers is a good one because, again, you're just counting your points, so you're just, like, really aware of what you're eating. I feel like after the two years that I've had, like, feel like especially when there's, like, a lot of, like, stress happening in life and people are passing and divorces and kids and whatever, right? that you either eat way too much because you're emotional eating or you just don't eat anything at all. And I think I definitely went through both phases. <laughs> and then a gallbladder came out and then some kidney stuff. If you lose an organ, you can at least lose like five ounces. I don't recommend it because you'll eventually run out of organs. But uh, in between, if you're looking for like a good program, yeah. The toffee girl's got cookies are gluten-free. Yeah, I didn't get any. I'm going to be honest. When it comes to Girl Scout cookies, I'm only interested in two cookies. The Thin Mints and the Tagalongs, which are the chocolate peanut butter cookies. I don't see other cookies. I'm not interested in dating other cookies. I, I, I don't. You could throw them. Oh, did you have? Yeah, I had my gallbladder out. That was like circa 2001, 2021. Yeah, it was right in the middle of the pandemic, right in between divorce and death and kids. Pandemic. A lot of fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got sick on a cruise. That's another form of a diet. Um, yeah. So, but the fasting seems to be like what everybody's into now. And then the other day, yesterday, I read the New York Times that I paid a dollar for. And the New York Times... Surprise, surprise, comes out with this article and it says keto-like diets are starting to show twice as high rates of cardiovascular instances in the people who follow these diets. And it was a headline. And I said, is this a headline? Have you seen people eat on, on keto? I, listen, I don't want to judge. I'm going to judge. I don't understand how you'd be like, listen, I'm on a diet. Give me some bacon. And this diet, it's about me being healthy. Who got roast beef? <laughs> I'm really watching what I'm eating. Anybody got ham? Uh, it just, it's just, it's, it's, it's all of the meats and the cheeses. I'm a fan. I love meats and cheeses. Um, is that all I should eat? No. Every once in a while you have to eat a raspberry. Okay? That sounds dirty, but it's not. I actually mean raspberries. Okay? But it was just this crazy article. Like, I mean, I was going to say God put plants here, you know, like vegetables and fruits so we can eat them. But people are like, well, they also put cows here and pigs. Fair enough. But he didn't put just pigs. I don't know what I'm even saying. I just thought it was hilarious that there was like an article and a lot of studies done. I can't do fasting. Carly, it's almost as if if somebody says to you, listen, you can only eat within an eight hour period. And then you go, okay. So you had to just pick. Do you want to eat from 10 to 6, 9 to 5? They should have called it a charcuterie diet. Exactly. But they don't. They call it keto, and then people die. Either way, if you're on keto, you do you. I'm just saying, the New York Times and a whole bunch of smart people were like, we are seeing a lot of people having cardiovascular instances. Mm -hmm. Keto is not sustainable. No. Some people might do it so they can get into ketoacidosis, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, a lot of people swear by it. I think maybe they're saying... Maybe not a great plan in the long term because the instances of arterial and atherosclerosis are high. And there's your article. All right, so I'm just letting you know 
Uh-huh. It's all about the meat cute. Listen, you do a meat cute, you need somebody special, start eating some vegetables. It's, I don't know. But, Carly, that's what I'm saying. So some, let me put it like this. I have no idea what time I eat. I don't know. I don't watch the time. It's not part of my brain. Um, okay, here, Shikendra. Shikendra says, I eat between 11 and 7. Now, and that's fine. But it's like that, right? Shikendra, like, they give you, like, a certain time. Fine. But the minute, the minute you say, like, say I pick Shikendra's 11 to 7. Say I do that. That's my choice. The minute you say, I can't eat outside of that eight hours, I want to eat outside the eight hours. Like if I said, I'm going to do 11 to 7, I can guarantee you at 5.30 in the morning, I'm going to wake up and be like, I'm so hungry. Now, if you didn't tell me that, I don't know when I would have eaten. It's, it's like the minute somebody says, you can't, you don't want to go into keto, whatever. I am not a healthy person. Keep that in mind when you watch the show. Either way, I, I just feel like I heard a keto person say they wanted to get into something keto and then their urine would turn purple. I don't know. The whole thing is crazy. It's like voodoo. It's like a voodoo diet. Like everybody else is like running away from fire. People are like, let's go towards it. People are like, we should monitor how many animals we've eaten. They're like, eat all the animals. Like, I don't think you should eat all the animals. Why don't, why don't you kill a pineapple? That seems fine. God, put the pineapple here. I mean, what was that? What's, is it paleo? Right? Like paleo, they go like prehistoric. They're like, listen, if God put it here, we can eat it. And I don't disagree in some kind of weird biblical <laughs> way. You're like, listen, I believe in some Jesus. And sure, he put that cow here, I can eat the cow. He put that pineapple here, I can eat the pineapple. A little different than keto, because keto is not like not a lot of sugar. But the paleo people are like, if God put it here, you see those berries? Maybe that rock? You could lick it. God put it here. You know what God didn't put here? A Kit Kat bar. Can't eat it. God didn't put it here. God didn't make a snicker bar tree. Don't eat a snicker bar. You understand? It's interesting. I don't, I don't mind it, right? Yeah, but just saying, there's just, there's like a lot of philosophies. <laughs> on what you eat. Mm -hmm. Was it Tiffany that told me that? I feel like it might have been Tiffany. I know a couple people that do keto. Not a lot, but a couple. But I just think it's funny. In fact, every once in a while, like, I remember being at a conference once and like they knew that I was gluten-free. It's, it's hard enough, right? But then all of a sudden they were like, um, they were like, we have your special meal for you. And I go, oh, gluten-free? They're like, well, it's keto. And I was like, oh, those aren't the same. Uh, but they're pretty close, right? I mean, it could be, depends. Maybe a little. And they're like, yeah, it's the same. So everybody was being served this chicken and the chicken was something that I could eat, but I was like hosting the event. So they were like, we're going to hold your meal hot for you. I think I told you this. And I was like, that's fine. I'll just be real hungry when this is over. I'm going to sit down and eat my nice chicken. They pulled the thing off the cover of the plate. It was a purple cauliflower steak. They put the word steak on it after the word cauliflower. And it was purple. Nothing about it. Like, what's this? They're like, that's your gluten-free meal. I, oh, no. No. Mm-mm. No. Did you kill this cauliflower for me? Turn it into a steak? No. Mm-mm. No, this is cauliflower. Mm-mm. No, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Said Kit Kat is not a candy. It's a food. Yeah, it was gross. And purple. I was like, you think you could take a cauliflower? change it to a different color. 
and slice it and call it a steak? Come on. Come on. You'd be side cutting a carrot and be like, this is filet mignon. Stop it. Listen, if you want to be a vegetarian or a vegan or you want to do any of that, fine. But don't start cutting up vegetables, putting the word steak on the end of it and being like, yeah, I'll have my medium well cauliflower. No. No, go throw this back into the yard and you're going to need to bring me a chicken because <laughs> no, mm -mm. no, my body runs on chicken. Some people run on Duncan. Some people run on keto. I run on chicken. I can tell you what I don't run, cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they cut it. They, they cut the cauliflower in a weird way to make it look like a steak. I'm like, there's, I've never in my whole life looked at a cauliflower and be like, you know what? I think I can make this into a steak. What? Like, let's make it purple. Cause you know how many steaks are purple? People love purple steaks. What are you talking? Why wouldn't you make it brown? Why wouldn't you make it the color of a steak? Maybe a little pink on the inside. Why purple? Who was ever like, I don't know that this is going to pass for a steak. Let's color it purple. Yeah, it'll distract their eyes. They won't know if it's chicken. Oh, they'll know. They'll know. It's definitely not. There's no purple chickens. There's no purple anything. Maybe dyed with beets, probably. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Cauliflower steaks are so good, said the drunk lady at 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I think cauliflower is garden candy. Okay, Carol. Let's, okay. okay, first of all, you don't you don't know what candy is. Okay, that's number one. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you guys are talking crazy. Listen, if you want to fry up some cauliflower, maybe put like a little bit of like a barbecue something. Remember, we made that in my, and we made uh, fried cauliflower. It was, it was literally the best thing I ever tasted. Now, had they brought that to my plate, different. It grows purple, Angela? <laughs> okay, psychedelic. Okay, Angela. It probably does. You're probably right, and I'm probably the only one that doesn't know that they didn't color it purple. Whatever. Hi, Marie. How are you this morning? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm not drunk. I did a little buzz, Dina. Little bug. What's wrong with vodka for breakfast? Come on. Cauliflower is so good when it's deep fried. But you can put blank is so good when it's deep fried. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can be like beans are so good when they're deep. Yeah, they are. Beets are so good when they're fried. Yes, they are. Everything is so good when it's fried. Because fried oil equals heaven. I, I don't know why. I don't know why just putting everything in oil just it's heaven. Sticking with the meat, said Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Karen. The only thing that passes for steak is steak. Mm -hmm. It grows green as well as purple. Okay, you're now you're all talking crazy. You're all talking crazy. Does it taste different than the white one? Uh, well, let me put it this way. They both taste like cauliflower. So, bleh. No, tastes the same. Mm-hmm. I saw somebody make bacon with carrots. It was probably Tabitha. Tabitha, what's her name? Who's awesome in every way, and I love her. And she, during the pandemic, started making bacon out of vegetables. And it went crazy. She's doing so well. I love to follow her. But I love white chocolate. Heather, get out of here. You are a very negative influence in the community. <laughs> We're going to make you like have the scarlet letter. But what letter would it be? Would it be C for cauliflower? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Or white chocolate. C for white chocolate. You just... So like if you ever come on one of the trips... You'll just have a, like, just the letter C on you, and you have to walk behind everybody. 
They'll be like, is this your group? This is us. That's Heather in the back. She's not allowed to talk to anybody. She can come. But she's not allowed to talk about food. And she has to sit by herself because she eats weird stuff. But we love her. We love her. God bless her. She's got a drinking problem. But we, God, we love her. That's Heather. Scarlet letter Heather. <laughs> Poor Heather. She's like, I don't know. I like cauliflower and white chocolate. Weirdo. Okay. Oh, Tabitha Brown. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, white chocolate is disgusting. I'm sure that within our community, there's some subset of the, what we call the white chocolate gang. And again, they have to eat at a separate table, and you have to find each other. And when we're on this trip in San Antonio, you guys can start a white chocolate gang. And, and people won't like you, but will easily identify you. Mm -hmm. Fried radishes the other day. Uh, honestly, it sounds disgusting, but I'd eat it. Mm -hmm. Anything fried. Mm -hmm. My daughter loves white chocolate. Dars, what kind of monster? My husband only likes white chocolate. Are you just talking dirty now? You're just like, my husband only likes white chocolate. Okay, Heather, you are making a name for yourself here. I would like for you to change your name to Heather White Chocolate so that we all know which Heather you are all the time. Mm -hmm. White chocolate is in fact not chocolate. You are correct. It's like, a, it's basically a melted candle. Am I wrong? No, Dina, you're not wrong. On a table, you could have a bowl of white chocolate and you can have a bowl of candle wax. Now, on any given day, you could taste test both. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. One, if you ignited it, would stay lit. The other one <laughs> would burn in the fire's pal where it should. Okay, I feel like we've covered white chocolate. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Uh-oh, somebody just said they hated Chick-fil-A. I think you better go join Heather's gang. Okay. Okay. Here we go with the name changing. Oh, Heather. White chocolate, whatever her last name is. White chocolate makes me angry. Such a waste of chocolate and time. You are not wrong. And that kind of anger is exactly what we're looking for in this community. <laughs> but only about white chocolate. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the thing. Maybe you gotta start, listen. If you called it, let's, let's call it, let's take the word chocolate out. I think that's the problem. Because you're, you're calling it chocolate and it's not. Okay, maybe you call it disgusting white candy. I'd oddly be fine with it. I'd be like, okay, sure. Heather likes disgusting white candy? Sure, she can have it. But the minute you say white chocolate, I'm out. I'm out. I don't even really eat... Listen, I don't even really eat milk chocolate. I'm that much of a snob. Like, if there was an emergency, <laughs> then I might, I might. Okay, but not never. Mm-mm. No. Is American cheese real cheese? No, but I do love it. Real trashy. It's a trashy cheese, but I do love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A white waxy paste. Mm -hmm. That's for Heather. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is gross, Amy. You're not wrong. Chick-fil-A is a cauliflower. I can't, I can't eat poultry. Oh, well, then if you can't eat poultry, yeah, you will not like a Chick-fil-A. But it is pretty fantastic. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, so this past weekend, so we last saw each other, what, Friday, right? And then Saturday, I think I did a whole bunch of nothing. 
Oh, because I had, I had gigs this weekend. Oh my gosh, this was so funny. So I was doing some stand-up Friday, Saturday. <clears throat> and it was a new club. I had never been to this club before. And I'm on stage. It's a tiny little stage. And, you know, there's like tables everywhere. Well, there's a long table over here. Okay. And uh, I'm talking to one of the people there. And he's kind of excited. I'm like, it looked like they kind of knew each other. Like sometimes you go to a show. It be like couples. But sometimes when there's a group of people together, they just, they look like they all kind of know each other. So I'm asking. And he's telling me how they all know each other fine. Well, there's a guy sitting in front of the guy that I'm talking to just kind of by himself because this guy said he's married to this lady and then there's a guy in front of them. I said, well, who are you, sir? He goes, oh, I don't, I'm just, I'm here with my wife. Now, there was no wife sitting across from him. And I said, so do you don't know this group? He was like, no. So I look at the group. I go, so he just sat with you? And, and they were like, yeah, like a little weird, but fine. But I said, but where's your wife? Now, where I'm standing, there are some tables in front of me, and then there's a long table. Okay, so three tables in front of me, one long table to the side. I'm not really paying attention. There is a lady in her chair right by the, right by the stage, like by my feet, in her chair. And it was one of those things where it was like, you didn't really notice, but she had been scooching her chair closer and closer to the stage the whole time that I was talking. So she's no longer at the table with her husband and this group of people. She had scooted almost to the stage. Yeah. And uh, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she was so fun. So maybe a little drunk. And she was like, I just love you. I just, I watch you and I wanted to meet you. I said, well, where are you headed? Are you just, are you planning on just going to continue? Like, is that your path? Or are you trying to get up here? She said, oh, no, I want to come up here. I was like, all right, sure. So she came and sat on stage just on the side, real creepy. And I was like, uh, is it? This is what you wanted? She goes, yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was just oddly fine with me. I don't care. I've had that before where people would come on, mostly old crazy people. She was not that old. So she sat there for a while. I patted her on the head. Real funny. But she had moved so much from the original table. I looked at the other table in front of me. I go, is she with you? And they were like, we don't know her. And I go, so she just scooted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, nobody had a blanket. Not like on Thursday. I was trying to reiterate that story. The Thursday night story with the lady with the blanket. And again, it was so funny because when I was there, the blanket didn't seem weird. It, it wasn't weird until Friday when I told you there was a lady real nice. She was setting the table up. She had a pretty blanket and it didn't <laughs> because that was not the weirdest thing that happened that night. It didn't even dawn on me that why would she have a blanket? Like it just, there's so many, <laughs> there's just so many. So it was just funny. <clears throat> so that was Friday, and then I was I was napping. I did really nothing. I saw Brooke Blizzard. Can I do this in New Bedford? Maybe you probably get arrested, Carrie. I'm not gonna lie. Comedy clubs is like no hold, no holds barred. You can do it anything. Mm -hmm. Do you know if it's new material? All of this is new material. The goal is is that when we launch in May, that um, I will be doing a new hour and some, so it's a lot. It's really hard. It's, it's really hard for my brain to write a whole new hour and some and a new show. So, um, so yeah, so I worked on that on Saturday and then we had two shows Saturday. So, um, so how do we find out what clubs you're playing? I'm kind of hiding Mary locally. Um, just trying to get ready because it's, it's not really like ready yet. I mean, it's kind of ready, but not completely ready. It'll be, you'll see. I'll let you know. I have to talk to Wendy. We have to start kind of putting things together. Um, 
How's it going with your new material? Well, here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. Is, um, remember when I started, remember when, when Jeremy called me brave? <laughs> uh, new stand-up or new OFM? No, it'd be new, like a new One Funny Mother show. Like a theater show. I mean, we might be in clubs sometimes. We might be in theaters other times. Um, but when I figure, what, it was like five or six weeks ago that I was with Missy and Jeremy and like not really having many jokes at all. <laughs> and Jeremy's like, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I was like, well, considering I don't have any jokes, you go first. That gives me an extra 15 minutes to write some. And then we'll go. Mm hmm Yeah. So, it's funny. I was supposed to see Wendy today. Um, oh, wait, is the chair lady here? Because if you're here, chair lady, you need to put chair lady. Or scoocher. <laughs> the scooch. Call yourself the scooch. <laughs> <laughs> this is huge. Uh, we are coming to Effingham. Effingham was one of my favorites. I've been there twice. I was there with One Funny Mother. We were there with My Name Is Not Mom. There's a great restaurant that I love down the street from the theater. Um, so I'm excited to go back to Effingham. Mm -hmm. Oh, Shikendra, you coming? You're so funny. Yeah, so yeah, so Shikendra saw me, what, that was probably three or four weeks ago. That was like two ERs ago. Um, so Shikendra saw me that night, and that was still fairly early. Yeah, Scooch. Who is the original Scooch? You got to put it in your name so we know. Yeah. Listen, once you get your nickname, it's your nickname. Now, it won't stick unless you change your Facebook name because I won't remember. Are you not with My Name Is Not Mom anymore? No, that show closed. We are all finished and wrapped. Um, we did, I don't know, 75 cities in a year and a half. So, um, so it was a lot. But, um, but yeah, that show is finished and... You know, it was kind of interesting for me to look at the shows, you know, through, you know, kind of like the, the scope of them. Um, you know, One Funny Mother was obviously like when I had kids and I was married and like, like felt really real and like where I was at the moment. My Name Is Not Mom was more talking about... Um, my kids as they were getting older and going through puberty and all of that. Um, this show is much more about, was it called The Firefly? Tammy, it's a great restaurant. The fact that I remember, there's, I, there were a couple restaurants. I'm like, we have to totally, I would totally eat here again. There's one restaurant that we ate at. I don't even know what city, but I still have the app because you had to order through the app. I still have the app. It was so good. I saw you many years ago at... The Runnymede Comedy Cabaret. That's so funny, Mary. It's so long ago. Uh, no, that show's over. We won't go out with that show again. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So it's kind of funny. So like this show is more about you know kind of starting over, going through divorce, and you know kids growing up and all of that. So um, I think it would be more about. Just kind of dealing with change no matter where you are kind of in things and turning 50 but still being amazing like that mm-hmm yeah uh, no this one is uh, myself and Dean and maybe some sprinkling in of Diana so it's a three gen it's a generational show oh yeah mm-hmm do you think Scooch is gonna change your name I don't know what her name is. I don't know who it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Mandy. We never, we never did that. So, um, ever changing, Patty. Ever changing. So, um, so yeah. So it should be, should be good. We need to get you to Nashville. I would love to go to Nashville. Um, 
So yeah. Is Di coming to New Bedford? I'd imagine so. She gonna act like she's not. And then she gonna, yeah. Yeah, Alexis, I think it, it's pretty interesting to be at a place where, you know, I, I think that for a long time, my stories have always, you know, been just from my perspective. Um, and finding the humor, you know, just from here out, right? Um, but it's funny to have kind of come through uh, those beginning parts of motherhood and marriage and now divorce and losing my dad, all of those things. But now you're hearing these other perspectives, right? From what does it look like from a college, recent college grad's perspective? What does it look like? from a 75 year old who says dirty words. Uh, you know, I think, I think, I think it's kind of a very unique place to be, right? Where you spend 20 years making fun of your kids and then your kids get to a point where they're like, I have something I'd like to say. Uh, so yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. I think we did, we did come through Alabama. I'm not sure if we came through Birmingham in particular, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll see. It's an exciting time. It's nerve wracking and it's like a lot to, to find the funny and maybe some things that aren't funny yet. You know what I mean? Uh, cause it's not been that much time, uh, for a lot of it. So I think that things get funnier, you know, like there was a guy that was talking about comedy and if there was an algorithm for comedy and he said, comedy is tragedy plus time equals comedy. That was his algorithm. And he went on to explain it. And he said, if you have tragedy, but no time, it's not funny, right? So say you go through a horrible breakup and your heart is broken, like, and you try to make jokes about the next day, not funny. Like you need that time. And if you don't have tragedy and all you have is time, you're like, what would I, what, what, what am I compelled by? What would I talk about? Right? So it's just a, I, you see like a lot of comics as they start, right? They, they try to come to comedy, like with a very, um, <clears throat> like a scientific approach and they've got data and stuff. And like my brain just doesn't, think like that you know to me everything's like a great story or some great inflection or just a great perspective um, so it's always funny when people try to like science it up in some way that's why people ask too soon exactly exactly um, so yeah so it's a, it's always interesting to kind of come to this place so there is a great video I think it was a, a documentary. Get down. Get down. You're bad. Where's your sister? Ruby. Um, there's a great documentary about, I think I told you about it before, um, that, uh, it followed Jerry Seinfeld and Orny Adams, and it was when Jerry Seinfeld had just finished Seinfeld, and he was at the pinnacle of his career, and he ends up throwing out all his material and starting again. And it kind of follows him as he writes this whole new hour, and it's torture. And he was like, how famous do you have to be for you people to like me? And, and it was just like this idea that even the most famous person at the time can't stand on his laurels like people are like like when he would come out people would go crazy and they'd be like oh my gosh Jerry Seinfeld's here and then he would try these new jokes and nobody laughed it takes a long time to write really funny material and um and so it was just kind of an interesting look at how comedy how it kind of comes together or doesn't and all of it. It's, it's really interesting. It's old. It's an old video if you want to watch it. <clears throat> now, last night, somebody just mentioned Chris Rock. I did watch Chris, Chris Rock's new special on Netflix. 
um, last night. I liked it. Let's, let's talk about it real quick before we go. So Chris Rock actually just set a Netflix record. I think any, I think it's just a streaming record in general. Don't quote me on it, but it was something like this is the first time there's been an international release of a comedy special. Um, so maybe some had been released domestically, but this was uh, the biggest comedy special release in the history of ever. And so, and they said in it, this was going to be the first time that he addresses the slap with Will Smith. And so uh, I watched it last night and I, you know, listen, he's obviously uh, a great writer and a great comic. So there's obviously nothing I'm going to say that's negative. I think, I think it's always interesting that when you're talking about comics at this level, right, that everyone's kind of addressing um, social issues in a lot of ways and you agree or don't agree on some or all or parts or whatever. Um, so I thought parts of it were really funny. Um, other parts I was like, mm, this, but I mean, I'm sure there are people that watch my show and they're like, that part was funny, but this, mm, a little. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, he wasn't holding back at all. I thought it was interesting to listen to him talk about his level of success. Like, I feel like when comics become, right, like super successful in a lot of ways, the things that made them so relatable when they were like regular poor people, um, you lose parts of it. Uh, exactly. Some parts fell flat, Chrysandra, but other parts were pretty funny. Um, but I thought he did a nice job talking about it, talking about his family, talking about those dynamics. So I, I liked it. I didn't get bored watching it, so that's always good. Uh, but it was good. I, I liked it. Um, so, uh, so that was that was gonna that was a good show. I also just finished on Netflix. I, I guess I watched a lot of TV. I just finished. This is where I leave you. It has a lot of stars in it. <clears throat> Mostly Jason Bateman. I'll watch anything with Jason, Bas Jason Bateman. I'm not going to lie, but if Jason Bateman was standing here, I would also be standing here. <laughs> Maybe naked. I'm just saying I love Jason Bateman. <clears throat> He's just so low-key. I just love him. Tina Fey is in it. The hot bald guy's in it. Driver's in it. Adam Driver, uh, Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda is everywhere. You can't look sideways and not see Jane Fonda in something. And the fact that she's like 90 and she's in everything is so amazing. So amazing. So it was good. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. So. An Ozark. <laughs> I don't have like a lot of um, like celebrity crushes, Angela. Yeah, Ozark, amazing. I don't have like a lot of that. <clears throat> I'm like, come on, be realistic, people. This is where I leave you. It was good, Shalika. Um, but Jason, B listen, I say that I would cuddle up. I, realistically, if I ever was in a room where Jason Bateman was, I would slowly back out of the room. I'd be like, I'm about to say something super dumb. Or I may lick him. And I don't want to be either of those people. So I'm just going to hang back here and just oddly stare at him. Like I'm not, I would be a scoocher. Let me put it that way. I would be the scoot. Like I'm never going to be mad at somebody that scooches towards me. I love it. You have a good time. You like it. Wonderful. But I'm not going to act like I wouldn't scooch if Jason Bateman was on the set. I'm so I'm going to scooch. There's going to be scooching definitely happening for sure. I'm not going to say anything or I might be behind the scoocher. I don't want to scooch myself. You know what I'm saying? But 
It's, I, it's not like I have a plan like beyond if I saw him. I would just be like, I saw him. They're like, what do you want to do now? I don't, probably nothing. Mostly just oogle from over here and be super weird. I don't. And I'm sure he'd be lovely. He'd probably be like, Dina, I saw your Comedy Central special. It's so funny. <laughs> and then I would do that weird laugh and not say anything. I'm, I'm really not any cooler than anyone else. Jason's married to Paul Anka's daughter. You know, it's so funny. Is I've never heard anything about his wife because he doesn't have one because he is waiting for me. That is how I view it. And you're ruining that by telling me who she is. I honestly, I don't know that I've ever seen her in a picture, ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What does scooching mean? Scooch. Scooch. You, you scooch. Missy talks about scooching when you go to the gynecologist. She's like, has anybody ever, <laughs> has anybody ever gone to the gynecologist and been in the, and been like far enough down in the stirrups where the gynecologist doesn't have to say scooch a little bit more, a little bit more. That's a scooch when you're, when you're just, you're just leading with your vagina. <laughs> you just scooch. That's her bit. I don't want to take it. It's a very funny bit because who hasn't had to scooch at the gynecologist? Everybody. I would scooch for everybody's list. Everybody's listing who they'd scooch for. Listen, I'm going to scooch for so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah, that's a scooch. It's a perfect example. Yeah, or slow moving your chair without getting up. So you can do it in a chair. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. She doesn't exist. He's available. That's how I, that's how I view it. Mm-hmm. Jax Teller. I don't know who that is. Um, family Ties was his sister, Justine Bateman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's your left turn. Mm-hmm. He's just so straight edged for me, even after Ozark. Ugh. I just love it. I just love his sarcasm and his delivery. Oh, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's a good movie and, uh, Missy is a comedian. Oh yeah. She's very funny. Very funny. Um, anyway, I talk about everything and everyone. When I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that might be like why when I'm nervous, I just get quiet because if I didn't get quiet, God only knows what I would say. I have no idea, but I can guarantee you it wouldn't be anything that made it so people were like, I'd like to hear more from her. Nobody. They'd be like, what did you say? Yeah. An arrested development. Oh my God, that's Jennifer Jones. Yeah. He was on Little House of the Prairie. Yeah. Um, Hogan's Family. I don't know that show. Listen to Smart List with Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. I have to look for it. It's a podcast called Smart List. Oh, I'm going to listen now. And further feed my addiction to Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. 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 Sons of Anarchy. No, I don't think I knew him again. What's the name of the movie? The movie is called This Is Where I Lose You, maybe? I think that's what it was. No, Lana, I'm going to have to go listen to it. Um, so anyway... All right, listen, it is 9.20. It's time to go. Some of us should go work. Uh, so I am back to work now. I'm going to try to get myself together and like maybe nap here and there. And, but I'm not getting sick. I can tell you that. I'm done getting sick. You're done getting sick. And it's only amazing things because it's the new year of March. You're welcome. So have a great day. Tonight is Ugly Monday, so I will be seeing supporters uh, tonight for our Ugly Monday giveaway. <clears throat> yeah, should be exciting. 
Uh, so thanks for watching. As always, have a great day and a blessed day. And I will see you guys here uh, tomorrow morning and our supporters tonight uh, at 9 o'clock for our, our drawing. So thanks for watching, everybody. I'll see you. Bye.